Welcome to Thinking Out Loud podcast, Think Out Loud, Shaping Your Destiny. We are back again uh, with uh, our series this season and on episode number three, we are looking at uh, Biblical Eldership, uh, part two of it. Uh, if you remember, well, we did mention that uh, the uh, work of elders, the work of an elder is fourfold. Um, that is clearly brought out in the New Testament where you see that uh, the elders are to protect, they are to feed and care for the flock's many practical needs. So there's this thing of protecting, feeding, leading and caring. And we did talk a bit about protecting the flock. What are the elements that are needed to protect the, the flock? Uh, we did cover that. We saw that they need to be spiritually alert. And they also need to be courageous. They also need to be courageous. They need courage to be able to be protective um, and also alert so that they are aware of the dangers that the frog is facing. And that, that's the only way that they can be able to perform this duty of protecting the flock. And in this episode, we are going to look at the duty of feeding the flock, the duty of feeding the flock. That's what we are on about on this episode. See you on the other side. Um, we are continuing and the background is uh, Come Thou Found of Every Blessing. It's a very nice Christian classic hymn. And um, to continue with our study, when you look at the New Testament really, um, you see that extraordinary emphasis is placed on the centrality of teaching God's word. That is what is being promoted in the New Testament. Jesus, who is the good shepherd, was preeminently a teacher. Um, and he commissioned others to teach all that he had taught. You see that in the book of Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. You also see this in the book of John chapter 21, verse 17, when he's speaking to, to Peter. The apostles themselves were teachers, and the early Christians steadfastly devoted themselves to teaching. You see that in Acts 2, verse 42, which says that they continued in the doctrine of the apostles. And also Barnabas, he sought Paul to come to Antioch to help with teaching. Acts chapter 11, verse 25 and 26, they show that very clearly. And Paul exhorted Timothy to give attention to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation and teaching. And this we find in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. So you see that the bulk of the work is in teaching. The emphasis is in teaching God's word. Um, and in the order of gifts, as we as, as that recorded in first Corinthians 12, verse 28, the teaching gift is listed third after apostle and prophet. So teaching is one of the greater gifts a congregation should desire. Unlike modern board elders, um, all New Testament elders were required to be able to teach. Nowadays we have 
people are not able to teach being part of the board of elders and uh, that you now is a cause for concern as far as the health of the church the health of the flock the health of the sheep is concerned in the list of uh, elder qualifications in his letter to titus uh, paul states that the elder must hold fast the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching why so that he may be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict this he states very clearly in first um, in the first chapter of titus and uh, verse 9 now in an extremely significant passage on elders uh, paul speaks of some elders who labor at preaching and teaching and who thus deserve financial support from the local church you find this in first timothy chapter 5 verse 17 and verse 18 this is how it reads it says let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching for the scripture says you shall not muzzle the ox while he is threshing and the laborer is worthy of his wages so Paul makes an argument here that those elders who have given themselves to teaching and preaching to make sure that the church is well fed, the church is well finished as far as information is concerned, as far as um, data or information from God's word is concerned, they are worthy of their wages. Now since elders are commanded to shepherd the flock of God, we saw that in Acts chapter 20, verse 28, and 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2. Part of their shepherding task is to see that the flock is fed God's word. They need to feed the flock. That is their duty. That is their responsibility. The importance of feeding sheep is evidenced by the fact that sheep are nearly incapable of feeding and watering themselves properly without the shepherd sheep would quickly be without pasture and water and would soon waste away so everything depends on the proper feeding of the sheep unless wisely fed they become emaciated and sick and the wealth invested in them is squandered when ezekiel presents a picture of the bad shepherd the first thing he says is he does not feed the flock so feeding the flock is key feeding the flock is key um, as far as the work of the shepherd is concerned now when you look at the christian community um it is created by uh, the use of God's word and through the agency of the Holy Spirit. That is how the Christian community is, is created. You know, uh, they are brought together by God's word. And being brought together by God's word, they believe it. They believe um, the doctrines therein. And they are united by this truth, by this system of truth, by this uh, doctrines and the former church now the community also matures grows 
and is protected by the same word that brings them together. Therefore, it is a scriptural requirement that an elder be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. Titus chapter 1 verse 9. The elders protect, guide, lead, nourish, comfort, educate, and heal the flock by teaching and preaching the word. The failure of church elders to know and teach the Bible is one of the chief reasons that doctrinal error floods uh, churches today and drowns the power and the life of the church. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, and Titus chapter 1, verse 9, verse 16, you see that Paul gives specific um he gives specific uh, qualifications uh, um, concerning um, an elder. So the pastor-teacher ministry is one of the principal means by which the elder's leadership and vision is communicated to the congregation. And the ability to communicate is one of the key requirements of effective leadership. So he ought to be able to communicate clearly. I did mention um, that uh, this work of pastor, elder, um, shepherd, overseer, um, bishop, it is centered around the teaching of God's word. Now, when you look at what you looked at, um, at the beginning, uh, when you look at the fact that he should be able to protect the flock, you see that he protects the flock through sound doctrine. It means that he's, he has to be able to know the scriptures and to teach them. And again, in feeding the flock, we see that he does that through the word. The word is responsible for bringing people together, forming a church. It is responsible for growing that church and it is responsible for protecting that church. So if you want to have any hope as churches, um, as church members, if you want to stand a better chance of knowing what truth is and living according to that truth, then um, it is imperative that we make sure that the elders, the people that we put in eldership positions, they are well qualified they're well uh, vested in scriptures. And not only that, but they also have the ability to both preach and teach such, in such a way that they communicate clearly to us as a congregation, to us as a church, what the Lord is saying and how we can apply it in our lives in a practical sense. That is very, very important. Next up, we'll be looking at... Um, Leading the flock. Leading the flock. That will be in our next episode. Here at Thinking Out Loud. Just to summarize again. What we have covered so far. From the last uh, episode. The elders. Or the an elder. Yeah, well, a group of elders. Western media by individual elders. Um, they are supposed to. Protect. To feed. To 
to lead and care for the flocks many practical needs so far we've looked at how they can protect the church or the flock and also how they can feed the flock we see that the common thing is the word of god so we point you to the word of god as the manual and not only the manual but the the source of all counsel and wisdom as to how to carry out this work next up we'll be looking at the leadership and then finally the care of the flock so um thank you friends for tuning in and um see you again next week on monday same time same place here at thinking out loud podcast think out loud shaping your destiny god bless you